Hello. Hey, everybody. How we doing? It's Wednesday. It sure the fuck is. <laughs> Welcome to the confessional booth. And we are back at it again for another crazy round of retail. Are you guys ready for the tea? Because <laughs> we are spilling the piping hot tea. Make sure that you send us your tea at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. And away we go. Oh, Amy, dear Amy, my pod wife. <laughs> oh, Lexi. <laughs> We're 31 episodes into this motherfucker. We are. What did you guys think of the blooper reel? Did you love it as much as we did? I know, I feel so narcissistic when I talk about <laughs> it. I'm like, we're just so fucking funny. <laughs> we're just so clever. <laughs> but yeah, Raise the roof. 31 episodes. Woot, woot. <laughs> Woohoo. Woot, woot. Woot. Woot, <laughs> woot. Um, two O's. <laughs> woot. <laughs> W-E-W-T. Woot. <laughs> Period. Amy, we talked about I that. I know. That's stupid. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No. No, Amy. You better take that tea right back. Just kidding. <laughs> I sucked it back in. (laughs) That's not the drinkable tea. That was the letter T. All right. For the drinkable tea, you're at the right place, baby. It's us. We're here. All the tea. tea. Oh. Do you want to tell me your weekend first, or do you want me to kickstart since you said you have a big cup to spill? Oh, yeah. I got some shit. So how about you talk about your first? <laughs> okay, yeah. Mine's a little cup. A little tea. <laughs> it's a little tea. <laughs> it's a little tea. Is it Sands, or is it Times New Roman? <laughs> Actually, it's Ariel Black. <laughs> Narrow. <laughs> italicized (laughs) i didn't get that fancy slow down (laughs) (laughs) all right okay so my weekend was all work and no play uh actually no no. Mm, (laughs) both but i work every single day now um i'm up to four jobs officially it's oh fish I know, it sounds so bad. Every time I tell people that, they're like, oh, I feel so bad for you. I literally spend 20 hours at one job, and that's the most I spend at any of those places. It's all part-time, baby. I'm the part-time champ. (laughs) (laughs) Just partway, though. (laughs) So, um, first off, I'm back at the store. I mean, it's not the same store. Right, it's not my store. She's not my boss anymore, so she can't tell me what to do. Ha, no. (laughs) She wasn't ever boss before. But, so, my new boss, he's pretty cool. Not as cool as me. No, no one can replace you, my dear. (laughs) So, um, what was it? Friday. Friday, I get out of school. 
and I head over to the store to cover the person who opened it. See, I get out right at the same time that the store has to be open. Right. So I had to have a buffer person <laughs> for like 45 whole minutes. Well, I get there and the opener forgot to open the store. Oh. Oops. Whoopsie. Um, Fun little backstory on that. I had given my only key to the store to an out-of-town closer who was covering a weekend shift. So I also didn't have a key to open the store. So I had to drive over to another store, get a key, and drive all the way back to the store to open about an hour and a half after it should have been open. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to turn the open signs on and we're going to pretend like this didn't happen. You've been open the whole time. What are you talking about? (laughs) So my first customer comes in. She goes, you guys know you opened late, right? (laughs) I wasn't aware. (laughs) I'm like, the reason that it's so quiet in here. Is because I wanted silence, not your bullshit. No, <laughs> oh, get no. out of here, Shaniqua. I, I hadn't even gotten my fucking radio going. There was no sound in the lobby. It was all silence. Spooky, eerie, retail silence. <laughs> no, you gotta have some kind of background noise. It's retail. Right. It's like part of the fucking definition. Yeah. You Google it, it'll say retail, customer service, and background noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's right there <laughs> in fact if you open a book you'll hear it <laughs> no um so this lady she walks up and she points out that i i opened late i wasn't sure until you pointed it out for me thanks but, i wasn't aware that i was two hours late <laughs> she's, she's like on it and i'm like okay Okay, so we get to talking, and turns out we are both scary movie fanatics, right? We love scary movies, and so we're talking about movies, and then we start talking about, um, you would have loved this, Amy, about murder podcasts. Woo! Yeah, she's like, oh, what was it? The, the Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered? Yeah, my favorite murder. My favorite murder. Okay, so she listens to that. She <laughs> listens to my favorite murder, um, and she started telling me about those. And I, of course, plugged in our wonderful podcast. And you're like, I'm like, give us a peep with your ear, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gave me a book. Dude. Oh, yeah, that's the second customer to give you a book. I know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what is it about your face that says, "Give her a book. Give this bitch a book." It's, it's literally my face. It looks like a bookie face. It's so like, like we want to throw books at your face. <laughs> no, it's not that kind of book face. Okay, that's a total. That's an RBF with capital letters. Resting okay? book face. <laughs> Resting book face. Very good, Amy. Very good. You win a prize. The brand new car in a Hot Wheels package. <laughs> no, um. So she gave me a book, and it's, I forget the name of the author, but it's Death by Chocolate. It's a murder series done by a woman who usually does romance novels. She, like, took a turn from making those stories to murder stories. Makes you wonder what happened in her actual life. (laughs) 
I don't know. Maybe she murdered her boyfriend. <laughs> or she thought about it so hard she wrote it in 42 different books. You know. <laughs> 42? <laughs> There's more. She's still writing them. Oh my goodness. The one I've got, I haven't read it yet, but so she's like a cooking show host and poisons the judges. <laughs> I haven't read it yet, so I don't know how good it's going to be, but I'm definitely, you know, curiosity is peaked. Yeah. But yeah, that's how my first day at the store went. And <laughs> it wasn't bad aside from the late start. Like, I don't know what it is about me that makes people want to give me books, but we were just talking and she was like, this is so good. You should check it out, girl. And I'm like, I'll have to go and look that up. And she goes, I have a book in my car. You can have it right now. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll take it right now if you got it right now. <laughs> So then um, I have been delivering food. I've been a delivery dasher. I mean driver. <laughs> so I was driving this weekend. Dashing, if you will. <laughs> um, and this lady accidentally got my order. At a Schmapplebee's. Schmapplebee. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so I get there to pick up this order, and this la- the lady that works there, she's like, she just took your order and like runs outside to stop her. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is exciting already. <laughs> so she stops this chick and like, she goes, who's your order for? And she goes, oh, for this person. And she goes, you just took this order for this other person. And she goes, oh no. And then like, she gave me the food and we actually started chatting about all these other delivery services and apps, you know, that are out there. Yeah. Kind of comparing notes. I might try other ones. We'll see. But, uh, the, the delivery services, they are getting pretty crazy. Um, I actually have a friend who does like a, a smoke and go delivery service out in Colorado. Nice. They literally bring you herbal remedies, <laughs> your favorite snacks. I'm not even kidding. What's that? You need a, a cone? You need a cone and some Doritos? I got you, bro. I'm <laughs> like, you. what the fuck? That's a real thing. <laughs> it's called like Go Puff or something like that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's That's pretty the best. cool. Anyways, um, so my fourth job is cleverly named Project Abandoned Kitchen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got back to the factory, and there's apparently a kitchen there, and this kitchen hasn't been used in over a decade. I know, right? So, she, <laughs> yeah. so, um, she wants me to clean it up and make it usable again. All right. <laughs> and uh, at first, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know how to clean. <laughs> I, can clean. <laughs> I can clean." She unlocked the door, and I went in there, and there are—it's a nightmare. Okay, it is a nightmare kitchen. Like Gordon Ramsay would be throwing up. Uh. She wants me to fix it up. It's like, uh, you remember in a series of unfortunate events? 
It's Count Olaf's kitchen. That's what I'm cleaning right now. <laughs> Except for I'm not an orphan. <laughs> that That's sounds all I got. great. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, also at school, this happened today. At school today, um, <clears throat> I was told by my instructor that I have a problem with leaning on the game table. And I looked at him dead ass serious and I said, I'm not allowed to lean. Lil Wayne did it for years and made it. All right. <laughs> I have a bad habit of leaning also. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Promethazine is really bad for you, Amy. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. What can I say? <laughs> the purple drink. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, not ever. All right. Sorry, that was the uh, entirety of my weekend. I did a thing over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> did you run over the bunny? What? No. Did you run? Okay. <laughs> I did do something else with my car, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> did you hit another cop? I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, thank I... God for that. <laughs> Um, so people in this town have a really bad habit of not fucking stopping at stop signs. Oh, no. <laughs> and it pisses me off beyond belief. And this bitch. <laughs> You're trying to listen. <laughs> Your face. You're like, what did you do? <laughs> I, I see it. You're like slowly tipping the cup here, but nothing's spilled out yet. <laughs> so I'm driving down a main street, and I am going, you know, the speed limit on that street is 30 miles per hour. I'm going 33, 34, <laughs> and I don't have a stop sign. This lady has a stop sign. I'm heading to work, but... I'm a little early. <laughs> like, I have some time to spare. <laughs> so she pulls out in front of me, and I'm going 30, at least 30 miles per hour. And I almost run into her because she pulled out in front of me. I had to slam on my brakes. And of course, oh. I fucking laid on my horn because she pissed me the fuck off. And had she have at least been like, oh, I'm sorry, like maybe I, you know, maybe she didn't see me or whatever. Like, if you would have at least acknowledged that I almost just ran into you because you just cut me off, then we wouldn't have had issues. But guess what? She didn't. So, bitch, we got issues. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like pissed, and we get up to the stoplight, a stop sign. And she goes left, and I have to go left, too, because that's the way that I'm going. And we get up to the next stop sign, and this stop sign is where I should turn right. But mm -hmm. she went straight. So I went straight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got some time. <laughs> <laughs> so then she goes up to the stoplight. And she goes right. And I go right. <laughs> and then she goes to the next stoplight, the immediate next stoplight, a block, and she goes right. So I go right. 
<laughs> and she like I can tell that I know that she knows that I'm following her because of the way that she is driving. Like she's going right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, like she just keeps going right. <laughs> and guess what, bitch? I keep going right too. <laughs> <laughs> I went right with this woman so many times. Eventually, she went right into a subdivision. (laughs) And I decided that she learned her lesson and I kept going straight. (laughs) But by that time, I was already over on the other side of town and I needed to go back to the other side of town (laughs) to get back to work. (laughs) I do have to adult today. I do have to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) and i told my husband about it and he he was like tell me you did not just follow that woman throughout town and i said so do you want me to lie to you or (laughs) you want me to say that you want to know the truth (laughs) because And he was like, I can't believe that you did that. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I bet she won't pull out in front of people anymore. <laughs> it's not like I put her in danger. I wasn't going to like beat her up or run into her car or anything. I just wanted her to be aware of the cars that are behind her. Stike <laughs> out. Stiked her out. She knows now. I mean, had she have stopped at a gas station, I probably would have stopped and talked to her. And who knows how that could have gone. (laughs) But I don't fucking care. She pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) I might have a little bit of a road rage problem, but you know what? (laughs) People need to be more courteous. Reckless. People drive so crazy anymore. I know. So if they're going to get crazy on me, I'm going to get crazy on them. (laughs) You just reminded me. So downtown for us is like all one ways, like all fucking downtowns anymore. (laughs) Except ours. Ours is not. You have two one way streets. Not downtown. No, you don't. That's right. (laughs) Catch that. Um... (laughs) So, our whole fucking downtown is a mess of one ways. You miss a fucking street, you have to go up two blocks just to fucking get the right direction to go. <laughs> and it's a mess. Um, but, like, if you're on a one-way street, there's three lanes all going the same direction. You can switch lanes and go around people. Right. The other day, I had this guy... I turned on to a two-way street from one-way street, and apparently I wasn't going fast enough at the fucking speed limit. Oh, no. This dude goes across the double yellow lines to pass me and almost hits another car and then has the fucking gall to blare his horn at both me and the person he almost hit (laughs) because he's an impatient dickwad. (laughs) Look. I don't wish death upon you, but I do wish you would get a flat tire. I wish minor (laughs) inconveniences on your weekend. (laughs) Minus the end part, the whole fucking week. I hope Monday starts with a stub toe bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's the little one. (laughs) Better be the little one. (laughs) Not the pinky. (laughs) Oh. But, so... After my 
Rendezvous. <laughs> Good name for it. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> um, I went to work, and there's this man while I'm there. He's on his phone. And I don't know who he's talking to at first. But he's just walking through the store, up and down aisles, but, like, right up near the register. And he's just casually talking on the phone about drunk driving and how he's done it for years, and it just happens. No. Right? So I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, he's just talking about drunk driving. Just like, oh, yeah, it's a thing. (laughs) And... Then he comes up to the register and he goes to hang up and he was like, all right, mom, I'll talk to you later. Like He was fucking talking to his mom. <laughs> this is a grown ass man, like 40 some odd years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I booze and cruise all the time. <laughs> Fuck. Uh... Dude, I literally calculate. I'm like, it's my lunch break. I have a couple hours. Do I have enough time for a beer? <laughs> if it's like less than two hours to work out that beer, I won't touch it. <laughs> I might be overly cautious, but like, come on. Come on, people. He's just like, oh, yeah, drunk driving. It happens. Like, what? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it shouldn't happen. <laughs> it really shouldn't. People are messed up. Um. Oh, the the cutest thing happened while I was at work the other day. There was this guy and, like, two or three little boys. I don't remember. But they all had, like, little, like, Nerf guns. <laughs> and they came running in the store from the parking lot. Like, they came from nowhere. And it was dark outside. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night. These kids were younger. Like eight uh probably like six (laughs) you know and um they're coming into the store (laughs) and the kids look at me and they're like did you see any zombies in here (laughs) and i'm like you know i think that i might have seen one in the back of the store and they're like she's seen a zombie we must go find the zombie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they go running back to the back of the store and they're like I found the zombie bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and, and the, he was like oh did we get it and they're like yeah we found the zombie and so then they come running up to the front of the store and they're like we found it we got him we got him he's gone and I'm like oh thank you so much <laughs> I was really <laughs> dreading having to get rid of the zombie myself <laughs> And it was really cute. Like, they were out zombie hunting. <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> and just like that, they were gone. <laughs> I was just like, where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> were any of them named Joe? And did they have a cotton eye? <laughs> oh, oh. You just reminded me about... We went to the park today, and there was this little boy there, and we played Lava. Lava. The blank is lava. Right. You fill in the blank as you play. Right. 
<laughs> you can't just always be the floor. That's boring. Especially if you're outside. <laughs> there's nothing but floor. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a whole playground. The gravel so. is floor? Or the... The mulch, mulch is, is floor. The mulch but... is floor. <laughs> <laughs> the mulch is lava. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the mulch the is floor. Is floor. <laughs> <laughs> No, the kid was really sweet. Yeah. Um, I told him because they were running around all crazy around my littlest, and so I told him that my youngest was a lava monster, and if they touched him, they were insta killed. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good time. So one last crazy thing. So you know how there's a certain retail establishment that's about a block away that you know they th- they sell things that are generally around a dollar your face <laughs> it's a mm, generally a dollar <laughs> um, you can't see me now <laughs> they got robbed while I was at work, a block away, mm. like, had they decided to go one more block, that could have been me. I could have gotten robbed. That's some scary shit. I've been <laughs> robbed before. <laughs> Are you mean, freaking out because it's dark? No, I see nothing but your eyes like this. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I'm thankful that I did not get robbed. But I feel bad for the people that worked at that store that did get robbed. Like, he had a gun. Mm. Things like that don't generally happen in our little sleepy town. It's pretty common here. But when things do happen in our sleepy town, it's big. You know? Like, it's never just, like, mediocre petty stuff it's like crazy stuff but yeah so that was my weekend <laughs> it's a wild one too mine wasn't very wild it was just uh the wild wild west <laughs> wow 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 yippee yippee so uh are we done with our weekends my dear we are is it time for in the news? The news. And now for in the news. The news. How much do we love shit shows? Tell me, Amy, how much do we love shit shows? Enough to go and find news articles. Oh yeah, the best ones too. Somebody else wrote it. We're here to read it. News break. Since I did my weekend first, how about you tell me what article you've got going? Sure. It is called, Hungry Hackers Use McDonald's App to Steal $1,500 in Fast Food. Well, damn. Is that all in one order? Because I have additional questions. We're going to find out together. (laughs) Um, How many cheeseburgers is that? (laughs) About 1,500, maybe. 
Um, okay. It's unclear if there is one mysterious Hamburglar hacker or multiple scammers, but for months, so no, not in one day. <laughs> Would have been way more impressive. You guys let me down. <laughs> been a lot cooler if it was. <laughs> um, users of the Canadian McDonald's app, My McDee's, have been complaining about someone gaining access to their accounts to fuel their feeding frenzies. Last week, Canadian journalist Patrick O'Rourke, <laughs> managing editor of Mobile Syrup, became the latest known victim of this scam and published an account of his experience. Somehow, a hacker gained access to his My McD's account, which was attached to his MasterCard. The app had a transaction failure the first two times O'Rourke tried to use it, he said, so he gave up on it. But over the next two weeks, someone else used it for their McBender. <laughs> <laughs> Spending... <laughs> 1,509 U.S. dollars on more than 100 meals of Big Macs, McFlurries, Chicken McNuggets, and poutine. You can tell that this is in Canada because you can't get poutine at McDonald's here in the States, and I wish you could. What I want... the fuck is a poutine? Oh my god, I want poutine so bad. <laughs> it's, um... How do I explain... Poutine is like cheese curds, uh, like fried cheese curds, like covered in gravy. <laughs> oh. Tell me more, baby. Oh. <laughs> Talk dirty to me. <laughs> it's a Canadian thing. <laughs> it needs to be an all around the world thing, or at least an all around North America thing, because us people in the States want some poutine, please. <laughs> anyway, I'm ready to go to Canada now. I know, right? Just to get some gravy all over my shit. My body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Triple G, we're coming up. <laughs> no, nope. you better supply the poutine. <laughs> Give us all the poutine. <laughs> um. All right. Some purchases happened within minutes of each other. O'Rourke speculated to the CBC that perhaps one person hacked his account then shared it with a bunch of his friends across across Montreal and they all just went on a food spree reached for oh reached for a request for comment McDonald's sent Gizmodo a statement similar to what it heard with O'Rourke while we are aware that some isolated incidents involving unauthorized purchases have occurred we are confident in the security of the app. Uh, <laughs> are we though? <laughs> you keep saying that word. Might be. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> we do take appropriate measures to keep personal information secure. McDonald's also does not store credit card information as my McD's app only holds a quote, token with the payment provider to allow purchases, which is the same fucking thing. <laughs> we don't keep your info. We just keep your information. 
different. <laughs> um, the statement also recommends users be diligent online by not sharing their passwords with others, creating unique passwords, and changing passwords frequently. <laughs> As O'Rourke points out in his piece, this statement from McDonald's suggests that a major cause for the breaches is weak passwords. But since O'Rourke found dozens of tweets about similar MyMicD breaches, he is suspicious about the company blaming users' password practices. He thinks it's likely a security flaw in the app is allowing hackers to breach people's accounts. You don't say. <laughs> say. When O'Rourke complained to customer service, the agent reportedly asked him to read the dozens of fraudulent transactions allowed over the phone, then told him McDonald's couldn't help and his bank was responsible. His wow. bank his bank refunded the money. After initially telling him their fraud department could possibly conclude McDonald's is responsible for reimbursement of stolen funds. Another victim who was reportedly defrauded through breaches of his MyMicD's apps told the CBC that McDonald's also told him his credit card company was responsible for the refund. I find it pretty shocking that a massive company like McDonald's wouldn't just take responsibility for something like this. Really? <laughs> you find that surprising? Yes. I mean, hello, they created the dollar menu, but then changed it when they realized that they were losing money off of one slice of cheese on a double cheeseburger and they created the McDouble which only has one slice of cheese <laughs> the dollar menu is not even a dollar menu anymore I know right like I don't even think there's anything on the dollar menu that is actually a dollar anymore you have to buy them in bundles to get that dollar price right and now they have the two for three which is a double cheeseburger and fry, fry. you don't even get a yeah. drink <clears throat> Anyway, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find it shocking is what I'm saying. <laughs> Not surprised. Uh, they have more than enough money to be reimbursing people for these issues. <laughs> McDonald's told Gizmodo it is constantly improving the MyMicD's app and updating it with enhancements to make the user experience as strong and safe as possible. But in the meantime, at least, a good way to avoid buying munchies for a hacker is to keep this app off your phone. McDonald's is... $1,500 worth, huh? McDonald's is fucking cheap. I mean, they are cheap, but, like, their customer service is cheap, too. <laughs> their customer service is on the dollar menu. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. So oh, my goodness. Fifteen hundred dollars, though. Right. That's and intense. Your bank account, your bank is responsible, not us. That's like a lot of Big Macs. <laughs> it is. I was gonna do the math, but then it hurt my brain, <laughs> so I backed up. At least two hundred. <laughs> At least. <laughs> 
It might even be at least a thousand. <laughs> no. <laughs> so what's your article? My article is titled Candy Corn Tops Worst Candy of Halloween in 2019. My my six year old told me that candy corn is delicious and I stopped the car and I said, Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, social media has thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so backstory. Candy corn has been synonymous with Halloween since the beginning of time. Oh, you ready for this big word? But the ubiquitous <laughs> ubiquitous sugary treat was selected as the worst Halloween candy for 2019. I mean, it is disgusting. I know it's so generic. It's just sugar. It just it doesn't taste like anything, and it's like super chewy. It beat out several other candies adults like to toss in children's trick-or-treat buckets, like circus peanuts, Tootsie Rolls, bit of honey, and licorice. Um, uh, can- Tootsie Rolls are delicious. Don't put those in the same fucking category. <laughs> Don't you insult candy Tootsie corn- Rolls like that. <laughs> no, you, you take it back. You take it back right now. <laughs> uh, candy corn does have its fans. So many on social media were horrified by the survey results. But on September 20th, CandyStore.com looked at several best and worst lists from sites like BuzzFeed, Bon Appetit, Thrillist, Fox News, and HuffPost to determine the worst Halloween candy. The site also combined the results from a survey of 30,000 customers. Uh, We put the best and worst candies into a spreadsheet, CandyStore.com explained. In column A, we had a number value. Uh, we weighted each list, so a candy that got listed as the worst gets 10 points, while the one that ranks 10th worst gets 1 point. Sorry, that was weird. weird. <laughs> Same idea goes for the best list. We then tallied up the points and created our list. The list of the top worst candies included candy corn, circus peanuts, peanut butter kisses, wax cold bottles, Necco wafers, Tootsie Rolls, Amy's triggered, <laughs> Smarties, Licorice, Good and Plenty, and Bit of Honey. Uh, last year's number one worst candy was Circus Peanuts. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Just gross. Uh, CandyStore.com also published a list of the top ten best candies for Halloween. Filled with all your name brand favorites, uh, the winner was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Followed by Snickers, Twix, Kit Kat, M&M's, Nerds, Butterfinger, Sour Patch Kids, Skittles, and Hershey Bars. Uh, candy corn dates back to the late 1880s and usually comes in a yellow, orange, and white color. They are also available in other colors for the different holidays. After they released the results for their survey, hundreds of candy corn defenders took to Twitter to declare their love for it. <laughs> Uh, one person says, every year I go along with the candy corn jokes to be cool, but I secretly love them. And then uh, another person says, candy corn is the greatest. What do you mean? And then somebody else posted a picture of candy corn cookies. Said, Gross. I need them. I love candy corn. And then, How dare of you course, insult my cookie with candy corn? 
<laughs> of course, there were also people who really do not like the candy. I know this is a dis- this is a divisive topic, but candy corn is gross, though not the worst candy. To go a step further, because I see where this trend is going, candy corn does not belong on pizza. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Another person says, PSA, candy corn is absolutely disgusting. If you like candy corn, then please seek help immediately. That is all. <laughs> yes. Um, Another person says, I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but candy corn is trash, garbage, foul, disgusting. (laughs) Some people feel very strongly. (laughs) They felt very strongly about candy corn. Uh, Back in 2017, CandyStore.com released a list of the favorite Halloween candies for each state based on 10 years of sales data. And candy corn topped the sales chart in six states. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups only came out on top in four states. These lists prove that none of us have the same taste buds, especially when it comes to candy. <laughs> These lists prove absolutely nothing. <laughs> candy corn is gross. The end. <laughs> the end. That is all. Flips <laughs> table. <laughs> Drops mic. Just kidding. I still need this. <laughs> hey, I was using that. <laughs> oh wait, I need you. <laughs> All right, we're we're moving on we to uh, movie reviews. Movie reviews. <laughs> I thought you'd like if I said it like that. <laughs> I thought you'd like it. It's only fitting. Only fitting. Yes. My first movie is yesterday. 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 <laughs> I lost it. It's gone. Oh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I remember seeing. I need to see that movie so bad. I remembered seeing the preview when the husband and I went to watch Bohemian Rhapsody in theaters. And I'm I fucking love the Beatles. Currently wearing my Beatles shirt. Nice. <laughs> you know, Across the Universe, one of my favorite movies. So, of course, I had to watch it, and it looked great. Uh, so, it was a little strange. <laughs> a little. A little. A little. A little. It's a little weird. <laughs> um. So, like... There's this weird thing that happened that there was like a entire a global wide blackout. Yeah, we all got amnesia, bro. Right. And nobody remembers the Beatles except for this one guy. And so like he's like a struggling musician before this blackout and like right before the blackout he's saying he's done. You know, he's not going to try and pursue music anymore. He's just going to go back to teaching. He's done. And uh, after the blackout, his girlfriend, who's fucking Lily James. I love her. Hmm. The girl that plays Cinderella in the live action Cinderella. Yes. Um, And she's also in Baby Driver and other movies, too. But she anyway. plays Deborah, doesn't she? Huh? In Baby Driver? She's the, the waitress. Yeah, Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. All right. So 
after the blackout, he's the only one that remembers who the Beatles are. And so he starts trying to remember all the words to all the Beatles songs. I mean, you can't Google them because <laughs> they're not there anymore. <laughs> um, and it was funny, like, there were some funny things throughout the movie that different things that also were erased during the blackout. Cigarettes being one of them. <laughs> It it was interesting. Yeah, I thought that was kind of fun actually that they got rid of cigarettes because <laughs> he's like standing there talking to his friend and he's like, "Man, I could really go for a cigarette right now." And his friend goes, "Yeah, what's a cigarette?" <laughs> 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 and he goes, "Really?" This <laughs> is a whole bunch of different like minute things that were actually like you know things that you kind of took advantage of um but thing that i did like is they brought back john lennon he <laughs> he he didn't die because <laughs> the beatles didn't exist so hmm. that was a really cool kind of a surreal thing when he he's become famous for making these songs and there's only two other people on the in the world that remember the Beatles other than him. And uh, they give him the address to go and see John Lennon. And he's still alive. And I thought that that was really cool. They did a really good job of that CGI. Like making that guy look like John Lennon. I was hmm. like, oh, that's kind of convincing. <laughs> um, but the movie itself... I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. You know? It wasn't a complete total disappointment. I liked it, but I think I would really I I don't even want to buy it. Wait, and that <laughs> that's saying something considering I like movies and I definitely like movies about the Beatles. Like <laughs> Or anything that has to do with the Beatles. But I don't want this movie. <laughs> I gave it two pews. Two, not even three? No, two. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like a pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Before I get into my movie review. I wanted to go on a quick tangent. I went and saw the Joker this weekend. Yes, that one. I'm not going to talk about the movie itself. I'm just going to say it was fucking phenomenal. If you haven't gone out to see it, I suggest you do. I will. Don't tell me what to do. You don't know my life. <laughs> I was I was speaking to our audience, lady. I already told you to go watch it. Um, One of my favorite... Uh, critic opinions that I've seen so far was that uh, Heath Ledger paved the way for the the psychotic level of what the Joker is intended to be and Joaquin Phoenix just concretes that idea. After well, seeing the Joker, I can 100% agree with that. Joaquin Phoenix is 
crazy. In his own way. And here's the thing. He doesn't take away from Heath Ledger's Joker at all. In fact, he even has a... There's one scene where there's an Easter egg in it, and it's a direct shout-out to Heath Ledger's Joker. And I'm just like, that's a tribute. <laughs> Anyways... In two ways, that wasn't my review. In two I ways. just loved it. <laughs> okay, Medea. In two ways. <laughs> so, I have been binging through the miniseries, the HBO miniseries Chernobyl. First off, I am a huge fucking history buff, so the of course I watched these. Um, it is as close to the truth as history goes. There's obviously a lot of fill-in because we don't know all the semantics. We don't know all the conversational bits that happened, but the story is so powerful. Yeah, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. I can't help myself. Look, okay. Yeah, I, I can watch anything that has to do with the Holocaust. I don't <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. And, like, what happened there was terrible. But I feel like when we know that history better, we know what to look out for. And that's kind of the mentality I've carried with Chernobyl, too. Not that I work in a nuclear power plant. But <laughs> if I did, I know what button to not push. <laughs> the big red one? <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, no, it's so good. I literally watched the series and then bought the series two days later. And I didn't think I was going to be that person again. But I'm back with me. <laughs> Welcome back. I give Chernobyl five out of five stars. Yeah. A full five. Uh, because full that's five. how many episodes there are. <laughs> <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I feel like that's more Star Wars than Chernobyl, but it's okay. <laughs> it was just really cool to learn the science behind it all. But I'll leave that there. Anybody who wants to check it out can find out for themselves. A lot of people don't even want to touch that topic with a 20-foot pole, so. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, like me. I'm good on all of that. I'll probably end up watching it maybe one day if it's on Hulu or Netflix or it's something. Tough. I know it's HBO. It's a really hard thing to watch through. Episode three will have you in tears. <laughs> and that is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Tea time? Tea time. Clean. Clean. So, my first story is called... Oh, and both my stories are kind of... Uh, my first story is titled Three Greek Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and no, this is not a backroom title. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's not those kind of assholes. It's the worst kind. <laughs> All right. So she says, let me paint the picture that I have burned into my memory of these three Greek assholes. <laughs> I'm serious, it's not one of those stories, Amy. You keep saying um, that. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were friends with my boss, and they always sat right next to him. 
They were sweaty, covered in dark hair, peeking out of their semi-unbuttoned and awful striped shirts. Oh, they got the the chest hair sticking out. The the chest fro. What was it? The the, the hamburger meat. (laughs) I don't know why it's called hamburger meat. Talking out their hamburger meat. (laughs) I would try and be a sweet waitress, but they refused to give me any kind of human emotion in return. They'd order three very expensive steak and egg plates. Knowing that there are similar things on the menu that cost far less, I would double check, no, triple check to make sure their order was correct. Obviously it wasn't, so I had to explain to my boss why I wasted $40 of his food, which would likely be coming out of my tips for the day. That's bullshit, just saying. Yep. I finally finished dealing with these obnoxious men and I'm so overjoyed to finally get to hand them their check. For their entire meal, I had given myself a a courteous waitress poker face. Not quite a smile, but in no way was I scowling or angry looking. As I lay their check down, one of them looks me in the eyes and says, Hey, how about you give me a pretty smile before I pay this? I'm a little taken aback by the request. I look back at him and stammer, what? He repeats in a far creepier voice. I want to see you smile or I'm not paying this. Give me that smile, baby. Oh my god, I'd knock him out. Um, I turned to look at my boss who gave me a fucking do it or else kind of look and these men proceeded to make me lean in and smile as if I was at a fucking dentist's office or something. Ugh. And then they smiled and laughed as I walked away. Uh, No, it's not as bad as other stories can be, but it was just as degrading and miserable as a moment in my life. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I'm aware that a lot of the ways that he treated us were illegal. She's talking about her boss. Right. He also ran his kitchen under zero health codes. Uh, I would see chefs slap raw meat on the grill and then toss a salad without so much as rinsing their hands. I didn't get a chance to quit because he fired me after one month. I called out sick one day, and he told me to not bother coming back. Goodbye and good riddance (laughs) is all I had to say to that one. Yep. You don't need that in your life. Right? Oh, my gosh. This first story that I'm reading is called... You're hiding it from me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Nem nuts. <laughs> Fine, then keep your secret. <laughs> As anyone who ever worked in UK retail up until a few years ago knows, the most exhausting yet often fun times to work used to be the last few hours before closing for a long bank holiday weekend. Most shops didn't open on Sundays and also stayed closed on the bank holiday. This sent many customers into panic buying mode, with people stuffing their trolleys with half a dozen loaves of bread, six pints of milk, enough fruit and veggies to keep Carmen Miranda in hats for a year. I don't know who Carmen Miranda is. I'm not British. (laughs) Let me just put on my British hat. (laughs) Nope, didn't work. (laughs) Still don't know who Carmen Miranda is. (laughs) As a result, 
By closing time, there were usually many items sold out. One particular Saturday, about ten minutes before closing, a furious gent barreled up to me, steaming like a flying Scotsman. Nice, love it. <laughs> Where's the soda water gone? Sorry, sir, but it's sold out. You may be able to get some at... Don't give me that. It's impossible to sell out of soda water. No one ever sells out of soda water. I'm very sorry, sir, but we sold out about an hour ago. Balls. Get some from the back. (laughs) I need to move to the UK. (laughs) You get to just yell balls? You get to say balls all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there isn't stop, stop. Balls. <laughs> okay, <sorry>. there isn't any in the warehouse sir if there was we'd have put it on the shelf you might be able to get some down the road at rubbish you're just hiding it out back so you don't run out we have run out sir that's why there's none on the shelf (laughs) you're hoarding it you're hoarding soda water so you don't run out what the fuck that would defeat the object of us being a shop sir if we hid items from customers we couldn't sell it and we wouldn't make any money (laughs) you just don't want to run out so you lie about not having stock This is unbelievable. He grabbed a bottle of tonic water. There were a few of those left, which is still almost kind of soda water. Just less bubbly. Just saying. That's not part of the the story. That's just me inserting. (laughs) Insert. Um, He grabbed a bottle of tonic water from the shelf and stomped off to the tills where... So I was told afterwards, he ranted at the poor checkout girl treating her to his misguided theories on the basics of retail. (laughs) I'd like to say that when we closed, all of the staff went to the warehouse and cracked open a case of soda water to toast our success in not running out of the fizzy liquid. But the cupboard was bare. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You're hiding all the soda water so that way you don't run out of soda water. What? You might be onto us. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, that's the best. Who, like, fully believes that, though? A lot of people. I know. <laughs> I don't understand where it comes from. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> What's your next one? My next story is called Get Your Kids Under Control. Um, all right. <laughs> I work at a restaurant that has a separate bar area. Service is on or service is the same on both sides except for the age limit. One time I was working the restaurant side, running food out to someone else's table, and I almost tripped over a child that was running around. After I had set the food down, I looked up and noticed the kids just running around the entire building, jumping into other people's booths or doing things at their table, etc. 
A lot of the customers were starting to get upset, so our manager asked them to please control their children. The parents then got extremely upset and started screaming, saying it wasn't their responsibility, it was ours. They are paying customers, and the kids can do what they want. What? Our manager says if they don't get their kids under control, they're going to be asked to leave. One of the little girls runs right past her mom at this time, and the mom grabs her by the throat, lifts her off the ground, and yells, Sit down, or this bitch is going to make us leave, and drops her. God. By this point, my manager is on the phone with police, and about seven tables are trying to find the number for CPS. Yeah. The parents realize what is happening and run right out without paying. About 25 customers and some employees follow them outside and try to take down their license plate. Uh, Police found them later on that night. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it. Kids are going to act up. But no. You do not. You do not. You do not. <laughs> that's all I got. You do not. <laughs> Fucking better not, right? Like, that's... So, I want to do something a little different with this next story. It's a bit of a long story. So, I want to I want to split it up. I'm going to read half of it tonight. And then the other half with the next episode. Make it kind of a, a twofer. A, a two-parter. Not a twofer. A two-parter. <laughs> a twofer? A, a two-parter. <laughs> Almost a saga, but not because it's not a three-parter. <laughs> All right. So, I'm splitting this story in half. Reading half today and half next week. So, what's the title? It is called... My Night from Hell, complete with confetti. Woo! (laughs) It's been a long time since I've felt I could have cried mid-shift. Since I've wanted to dump Bacardi 151 across the table, set that bitch on fire for my amusement, and walk out like it's nobody's business. A long time since I've had a... Serving nightmare. Tonight, I vent to you. Strap in. It's a long one. (laughs) First off, I'm 32 years old. I've been doing this for years. It's my go-to in between degrees. And right now, I'm saving for my master's, which I start in the next few months. I currently work at a great little steakhouse. Fine dining where the bottles of wine run up to $300 and the steaks a la carte start at $30 and go to $80. Apps, sides, salads, and soups extra. Handmade cocktails. I don't know what a camus is. (laughs) A who now? Uh, A camus? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even, like, guess what that might have been. Yeah, C-A-Y-M-U-S. <laughs> We're gonna have to look that up later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh. 
Anyway, <laughs> you bet your ass you're going to have some swanky, self-entitled wankers just about every <laughs> night. No big deal. I'm used to it. And to be fair, we have some lovely, loyal locals. Sunday night ensues. I'm in a section set for an 11 top the moment the doors open. I have three additional tables, two two tops and one four top. My 11 top birthday party starts settling in. A lot of musical chairs and drama ensues. Five minutes to sit is not typically a good sign to get the night rolling. I can tell instantly it will be tough to direct this table and avoid total chaos. Plus, they're not even quite all here yet. Must pay attention to drink orders because in an off chance they split tabs, my seat numbers better be in order. And with stragglers, changing seats is much more likely to happen. A Karen with an obnoxious birthday sash swaggers over, exclaiming it's her birthday as I'm making my introduction. She proceeds to present me with her birthday platter. <laughs> a large plate with birthday sayings all over it. I am to give it to the chef. This is what she would like to dine off of all night. Sure, of course, it's your day, lady. We are celebrating you, I exclaim, grimacing so hard my cheeks hurt. This has... <laughs> This has the potential to be a $1,000 plus tab. You can eat on whatever you want. <laughs> the floor? A toilet? <laughs> Don't care. Buddy? Go for it. After all, we are in the yes business. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Uh-huh. Heard that. I begin welcoming the group explaining specials and offering drinks while we wait for the other few folks to arrive. That's when I see it. Batship Mom opens not one, but three bags of confetti and starts dumping it across the table. In glasses, on plates, across the table, on the floor, chairs, you name it. I catch the host's eye. He's murderous <laughs> knowing what kind of cleanup this will entail before the next run i start to take drink orders and they're obnoxious despite mentoring to gently organize mom telling me what order to go in all ordering out of turn wine tasting specials byos i'm not a server so i don't know what a byo is a damned iced well, I mean, I know what B. I I don't know. That's my guess. It, I don't. I have no. I don't know anywhere that lets you bring your own. That's a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Olive Garden, let's turn up. <laughs> I don't um, have any wine at home. You're cool. <laughs> a damned iced herbal tea. Why, yes, I French pressed an herbal tea, cooled it added honey, and served it as per request because, well, they don't like regular tea. They prefer our loose leaf. <laughs> oh, my God. Drinks are ordered, then changed, as one lady likes her friend's cocktail idea better. Yada, yada. You get the picture. Grandma wants a chilled red wine. 
all this while the rest of my section gets triple sat. <clears throat> As per the notes, I checked ahead of time. A two-top with an anniversary, bring the free champagne toast. Another two-top, that's a birthday. Explain the special birthday discount and check the ID. They're friends of mine, they'll want to chat. And a four-top, <laughs> the restaurant owner's adult children that enjoy full courses, cocktails, and bottles of wine. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your panties, and thank God I chugged coffee at 4.55, cause fuck my life. <laughs> I am loving the enthusiasm. I know, right? <laughs> Finally, I managed to break away to start my other tables, avoid eye contact with the big top for 10 minutes, and power through my other three, getting them started with bread and drinks on the way. I am completely relying on coworkers to run drinks to appropriate seat numbers at my big top in the meantime. And hoping 10 minutes or so should be just enough time for them to make a decision on dinner. Thorough, efficient, timely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we trained all these years for. I'm a professional, damn it. You can't sway me. <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. She's got behind all of it. Nope. It's nice. <laughs> It's a whole lot of nopes. <laughs> she says, nope. I circle back around to the table and take app orders. Some squabbling over how many of each and which likes what while I try to explain sizes and what might be realistic as far as sharing. We use an electronic device so I get the order, send it so it's started and on the way. Then begin taking the entree order. Again, all ordering out of turn. I'm sharing with her extra plate here, bowl of soup on third course, but four salads oh on God. second course, <laughs> each split with different dressings because they are sharing. <laughs> mm. I get to seat six, and after giving me a spiel about how he won't be dining because he is in so much pain from knee surgery, he proceeds to take out his phone and show me pictures of the surgery. The Hot. screws, his previous... <laughs> <laughs> his previous back surgery compared to the knee surgery. Seriously, mid-dinner order. I can feel my other three tables staring at the back of my neck, waiting to place their dinner orders too. The second I am able to console him and move to the next person, seat 11, whose order I haven't taken yet, gets up and leaves to go next door to the pot shop to buy edibles for seat 6 because of his knee pain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his dinner will be cannabis-infused tonight. Nothing from our menu will do, thanks. <laughs> but wait, I haven't taken Seed Eleven's order yet. No big deal. When he comes back, I'll circle back around, add two courses, and visit different stations in the kitchen to clarify with chefs why I hadn't, why I have an add-on order. <sighs> That's a lot. <laughs> Finally. Finally, the dinner order is in, and I am off to zoom around to other tables. You can bet this 11 top needed a change of silverware between every course. Constant water and cocktail refills, no pleases, no thank yous, and Karen being obnoxious the whole time. <laughs> everything, and I mean every 
dish brought to the table had to be explained in detail as per request of Karen. The sauces, the preparation, how the sausage on one of the apps was made, the different ingredients on the quail, the ages of the cheese on the charcuterie plate. Sometimes explained twice because not all were listening. Yes, she ate off the tacky platter the entire time. It was washed between courses. Yes, my lead chef was irritated about their ridiculous requests. My dishwasher was grumpy about multiple platter washes. And my bartender would appreciate if I could bring in those old fashions and hot toddies all at once instead of one every five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) At that point, fuck yeah. (laughs) Side note. Nothing like hearing from your manager mid-shift after he sees your panic look that said Karen is indeed batshit and was 86th from his last place of work. She'd been pulled from that restaurant by the police, kicking and screaming for losing her shit there. (laughs) Nice. And that's where I'm leaving off until the next time. (laughs) To be continued. To be continued. Confetti and all. (laughs) Mm. Damn. It already sounds like a nightmare, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a real question? (laughs) Sounds like a nightmare, huh? (laughs) Maybe. Slightly. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know how people can put up with that stuff. Like, I know know it's our job. I know that we have to tend to the customer and stuff. But, like, some people just get so fucking crazy with it. Yes. Mm. I'm all for customer service and due diligence. But I'm also for common courtesy and manners. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Which apparently you don't get in the retail business. <laughs> it's like, I just am convinced that the people that treat retail and waiters and stuff like that as shitty as they do either like forget what it was like to be in that position or like to take it out on the people who are in that position. Right. It's weird and shitty. Yes. Okay, so before we get into demographics, um, Lexi and I have been talking and we decided, you know, with the holidays coming up that we will be taking some time off. Obviously, we haven't even hit Halloween yet, so we're still deciding officially when, but we will let you guys know as the time gets closer. Holidays and such, <laughs> mom life, retail. I mean, we'll have some crazy fucking stories for you when we come back. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we will. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, moving on to our top four cities. Woo-hoo. Woo! Getting kind of Michael Jacksony over here. <laughs> Amy, what is our top city this week? Our top city is the same city that it's been. It's Fort Worth, Texas. Hey. 
Uh, what is our second top city, Lexi? We got West Bend, Wisconsin for second place. West Bend hey. is, is moving up, creeping up on Fort Worth. Hmm. And then our third place city this week, Amy. Harvard, Illinois. Appreciate that silent S, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. Nope. Mm-mm. Cut it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> she's gotta go Lexi might need a new (laughs) co-host no no one can do your job boo love you and what's our number four city our fourth place this week is Charlotte North Carolina hey Charlotte where'd you come from hey all right Lexi with our sign off quote motivational quote for you guys i'm gonna start doing puns next just so you know amy (laughs) get out all right my quote today is just look at how many days of bullshit you already survived and overcome so far tomorrow ain't shit (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) thursday's like fuck you too (laughs) There's nothing to fucking hate you, man. All you do is talk shit. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Amy, do you like this tea? Because I'm loving this tea. I fucking love this tea. If you're loving all of this tea, just like we are... Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can also join our group. We have a fans group of Confessions of Retail. You can find the link on our Facebook page. Yes, it is linked to the page. And all of our other links are also in our description for each episode we come out with every week. So if you're loving what we're giving you, please make sure to go and rate and review us on itunes and even on facebook you know because not everybody has apple we don't if you have tea you want to spill send that shit our way you can message us through our facebook page or you can send us an email at confessions of retail all the tea at gmail.com we'll see you next week like we always do bye That was a Titan Cast episode.